Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell hanging out on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dim, I am still on a high from my Wednesday night pickleball league. Oh, nice. What happened? All right. So it's uh, 16 of us, and it is once a week for six weeks, so that during the first five weeks, you play all these random games. You just get, you get play seven games a night. You just get randomly paired up with people. It's all doubles. And so based on how many points you score throughout those five weeks, then on the sixth night, the final night of the league, you get divided into the top eight and the bottom eight. And mm-hmm. careful listeners might remember that I was in the bottom eight last time and I won. I was the winner among the losers. And so in my pickleball diary, I had written that it was my goal to be in the top eight, not this go round, but the upcoming six weeks. Well, okay. I exceeded my goal. I made it into the top eight. Very nice. And I won by one point. Oh my gosh. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I was really, really, really excited because, oh my gosh, Jimity, I got to tell you that during the first couple games, so then it means that, that, you know, the um, eight bottom players are all rotating, playing games you know amongst themselves and then the top eight are playing games amongst themselves and there was a point several points during the first couple games that I was like I am so out of my depth here like I felt like I was literally a cat hanging on from a tall building just with my little claws and you know slowly slipping down the side of the building like I just (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm gonna fall off this ledge at any moment And I had to tell myself, like, get it together. Like, you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were. That's great. (laughs) Yes, I was very, very excited. And my goodness, the woman who I beat by one point, I adore this woman, Sue. And I just think the world of Sue. I think she, I mean, at one point, she played so masterfully when we were playing together. And I was like, Sue, you're my hero. And, <laughs> and oh my gosh, she and I played the penultimate game of the of the evening. It was the longest, like we just could not get to 11. We ended up winning by 11, but you know, at 11. But gosh, it was just the never ending game. <laughs> and, uh, so I attribute, I have lots of reasons why I might write a blog post, sort of the things I, it's not because I'm the best player. That's definitely not why I won by any stretch. Everything from the fact that I uh, had a really nourishing meal before I went to play to the fact that I really, really encourage 
whatever person I'm playing with. Like yeah. I just build them up because I can't score all the points myself. I can't make sure that we win by a lot, which is my goal. You know, got to It's a two person job. So yeah, I really for sure. Build sure. up my, yeah. my partner. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyway. I think you're giving yourself, I think you're throwing yourself under the bus a little bit, but I, um, I'm, what did you win? Uh, oh, I got a, a little gold medal to go with my silver medal from last time. And I got a really nice water bottle that because of I was so excited and we were taking a whole bunch of pictures because, you know, it doesn't happen if you can't post it on the AMR Instagram account um, that I <laughs> left the bag that it was in at the courts, realized on my drive home, I'm like, ah, so I texted the group and someone had already picked it up and it's going to bring it to uh, league next week. So. so you're next time. And now, now you've got pressure, man. Now, oh, now yeah. you're like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> returning champion. <laughs> well, then I started thinking, I'm like, huh, I think Jen won last time, but I'm not sure. I'm like, so no one, even me, super competitive, doesn't remember who won last time. So Yeah, yeah. but so. still, it's fun. That's great. I'm it psyched was, for you. It was really fun. And, and Sue and I, um, again, the woman that I really admire, the one, my hero, we were texting yesterday and she paid me a, a huge compliment. She said that she thinks my uh, level of play lifts everybody else up. And I was like, oh, that's incredibly generous of her to say that. So it's very, 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 very fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yes. So, all right. Well, speaking of kind of a competitive drive, let's hear from Donna, who's fighting the urge to walk in a race. Hi, ladies. My name is Donna, and I'm calling from Fairfax, Virginia. I'm 65 years old and have been a runner for most of my life. Recently, I've been running 25 to 30 miles a week pretty regularly, and I've been running several races a year. Currently, I'm training for a half marathon for St. Patrick's Day weekend, but I seem to be having trouble running without stopping. That urge to stop is just overwhelming. I'm trying to pay attention to fueling and hydration. I think that this could be a lack of mental toughness, and I was hoping that you'd have some suggestions to help me power on through. My goal would be to run the race with minimal stopping, but let's be realistic. I'll walk if I have to. Thanks for all that you do. I enjoy listening to your podcast and looking forward to hearing your answers. All right, Donna, for starters, I apologize for not getting to your question before your half marathon. <laughs> Oops. We're a little past St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We are. We are. Uh, but I chose your question because I suspect a lot of folks share Donna's urge to walk in a race, myself included. Yeah. And I think it's she, I, from what, from my listening to the question, I think it's not just racing i think it's during training too mm. like she's just having trouble kind of keeping her momentum going is, mm. is what i was hearing mm. yeah 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 we should peel back the curtain for a second that finally after all these years i i finally clued into the fact that i could download the messages the voicemails that we <laughs> answer so that you could hear them ahead of time not just me so yeah yeah uh, so yeah i think yeah just that's that's my guess mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. yeah so okay well to address the race piece of it one thing that sprang to my mind is how I always walk through aid stations or Dimity, as you well know, because of me barking at you during the Ogden <laughs> Half Marathon. I always walk when I eat a goo energy gel. So that allows me to sneak in tiny walk breaks under the guise of fueling. Yeah. I mean, so I think a couple things here. I mean, this is an opportunity to get really down on yourself. Like, oh, I'm not mentally tough enough. Mm. Oh, I'm losing my, you know, I'm losing my spark. All this. And it, it, that stems from a lack of feeling out of control, right? Mm. And so I think like 
controlling the situation a little bit more and having mm. a plan going in. So like you're saying, like walk through the aid stations, like when she gets, if she went to the race, I mean, I mm. assume she went to the race, but mm-hmm. anybody who's battling this going forward, I'm going to walk through every aid station. If every aid station is at, you know, if you know that you are physically capable of running a half marathon and feel the urge to walk as most of us do, I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to walk through every aid station. And and if there's an aid station every mile, hopefully, or around that, then that's going to give you enough opportunities to get your walk in, fill that need. And you're setting that intention before you go in to the race, mm-hmm. right? So then you're not like, all of a sudden, like, oh, here I am walking again, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, what the problem is mm-hmm. as far as her feeling like uh, she's not mentally tough enough. Mm-hmm. So during training, I would also, well, first of all, I would definitely kind of regulate your pace a little bit. You know, I mean, it sounds like she's eating and drinking. And that's one thing that I would think about when you feel like you're running out of energy. But the second thing is if you're running too hard, you know, mm-hmm. for what you're trying to do that day, it might just be like, yeah, you do need to walk. But if you mm-hmm. feel like you're in an easy run and the only reason why you want to walk is because you just don't want to run anymore, that's okay. That is okay, first of all. And mm-hmm. second of all, like if you're feeling that way, say, okay, I'm going to make a plan here. I'm going to run for four minutes, walk for one, run for four, walk for one. Mm-hmm. And that way it breaks it up and you're not just like waiting for that moment like, oh, when am I going to have to feel like I need to walk again? You know, yeah, it it is true because because that, that I think that's a genius suggestion, Dimity, and that because if you just you know if Donna or anyone listening just starts walking when it just feels too like too much exertion, then you get down on yourself and you feel that it's a small failure repeatedly throughout the race because oh I had to start walking I wasn't macho enough to keep going I didn't have the drive to keep going whatever it was but like you're saying if it's a plan then it's like, okay, well, I'm supposed to walk now. That was the agreement I made with myself. So yeah, yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. Yeah, giving yourself grace repeated times in a race. So, you know, I mean, to me, if if Donna really does want to do away with walk breaks in a race, you know, I mean, to me, racing is all about rising to the mental challenge of silencing those loud voices that scream walk because the... I, I think we all hear it. I mean, I can't imagine that the top contenders of Boston don't hear it. You know, it, everyone's at high they exertion. They might not walk, but they might hear slow down. It's, it's, yeah. it's easing off. I mean, it, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's not, you know, walking, I think, has a, mm-hmm. a certain patina to it. So it's easing off when you know that you are capable of more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think to your point, yeah. And, and also just if if you have told yourself, okay, I'm not going to, you know, break into a walk if I'm not going to actually slow down that much, just choose small goals and keep checking those off. You know, I'm going to go to the 5k mark. I'm going to, okay, now I just need to keep the hammer down until I see my friend at mile seven or whatever it is and Mm -hmm. just chunking it up. And I, I just also really remind myself that it is a moment in time and that there was a moment before the race started that I could breathe and speak in full sentences without panting like a dog in summer. <laughs> and and there will come a time when the finish line is behind me and I will once again be able to breathe normally, not have sweat pouring off my forehead, not have, you know, chafing under my arms that makes me want to, I don't know, slather all the Vaseline in the world on myself. So, sure, so that sure. it, is a, it is a moment in time and that... That, you know, reminding yourself that you chose to be there and that maybe if it's not floating your boat right now, 
choose not to do races for a while. Yeah. Well, and the, and the other thing is, you know, your energy is going to go where your mind is. So if you're going to say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk, I'm not going to walk, I don't need a walk break. That's that's super like going down a spiral. So instead, like, I am strong. I've got this. I'm running at an easy pace. I can handle this. Like saying mm-hmm. stuff like that, where you're like saying what you're capable of versus what you're like, what you're not going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's where your mind is going to go. So like, mm-hmm. again, like, so when that urge to walk comes up, like if you need it, take it. Like there's nothing again, I, there's no harm in walking. But if you're thinking like, okay, but I'm actually very fine right now physically. Okay. I am strong. Mm-hmm. I can continue this. You know, mm-hmm. I'm running well, I'm running smooth, whatever you have to say to yourself to kind of get yourself over that yeah. hurdle. If that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, on a very basic level, it's kind of like, instead of saying, don't forget your soccer cleats. You say, remember your soccer yeah, exactly. cleats. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a much easier way of saying it. And that like long-winded way I just said it. So there you go. <laughs> All right, Donna. Well, I hope that race went well and that you run strong from spring into summer. Let's hear from the brands that allow us to bring you this free content. Please consider supporting them since they support us. We'll be back soon with more Q's and A's. This is Miranda, who has new time constraints on her workouts. Hi, ladies. This is Miranda from Virginia. I'm calling in because I have been a slower half marathon runner for the last 10 years, and I'm switching to a new season of life with a two-year-old, and my husband adding attending graduate school to her already hectic schedule. So to support our family, I have about 30 minutes per day to work out or get my run in. So what are some options that I can do instead of train for distance runs? Because there's just not enough time to get the mileage I need to do a half marathon. Any advice would be great. Thanks. Miranda, I love you framing your change schedule as a new season of life. Well done, not sounding resentful as you said that in your message and putting, you know, just uh, bringing that perspective to it. Well, yeah, it's just what we said. You know, she's going to remember her soccer cleats. She's not going to forget them. You know, it's like instead of looking at like what I used to have, it's like what you have. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I heard Miranda's voicemail, so many options started swirling in my head, Dimity. And the one I gravitated toward is how about train for a 5K instead of a half marathon? Shorter race, shorter training runs. And, you know, it doesn't training for a 5K depending on your time goal is, is not taking the easy way out. (laughs) Um, You know, it's super challenging. It's along with that new season in life, you know, the think about your old season as endurance races. How about your new season is all about sprint distances and honing that speed. And so that, you know, getting a really efficient 25, maybe 30 minute run in and making it really count. For sure. For sure. I think that's a great idea. I like that idea a lot. And if racing doesn't feel like you need that, like Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you need to race right now, I mean, I think that there's a lot of things you can do in 30 minutes that are still going to Mm -hmm. challenge you and make you feel like you got in a good workout. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the stuff. So a 5k is is a great call. The only thing I would say is like over time, 
I would want her, especially because she is an endurance athlete, I would want some of her longer runs to go over 30 minutes or mm-hmm. easy runs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe mm-hmm. that could happen on the weekend or something like that or on special days mm-hmm. um, when, yes. when life isn't quite so hectic. But I mean, as far as 30 minute runs and 30 minute workouts, like one that I like a lot um, that is pretty efficient <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, it, it will it'll get you going is like a five minute warm up for sure, ideally longer. And then do one minute intervals, one minute hard, one minute easy times 10. That's going to mm-hmm. get you to tw- to 20 minutes. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll get you to 25 minutes total and then five minutes of cooling down. Mm-hmm. You know, in an ideal world, I would want you to warm up a little bit longer and cool down a little bit longer. But if it's 30 minutes, what we got, that's what we're going to go with. And, mm-hmm. you know, make the intervals, you know, you're doing 10 of them. So it's not all out and you're going for a minute. So it's, again, it's not all out. It's more like it's a 5K-ish pace, you know, probably an eight on a scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Um, I think doing some strength workouts where mm-hmm. you, again, challenge yourself a little bit. So I was just reading this workout about um, like a strength workout, 20 minutes. It's basically like as as much as you can do, just do 10 air squats, 10 push-ups. You can do them on an incline like a bench. Um, mm-hmm. You can do the like 10 reverse lunges. Again, mm-hmm. you don't need weight. And then maybe um, like 30 seconds of plank or 20 seconds of forward plank and just do that consistently, you know, um, at a nice, you know, not a tempo pace, but a nice moderate pace for 20 minutes. That's going to definitely get you going. Mm-hmm. Other 30-minute mm-hmm. workouts. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with a 30-minute run, just an easy run. You definitely need a couple of those in your day, in your week, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would, I mean, I think you can mix it up too. Like you can definitely put in some speed and like you were talking about Sarah on the five for a 5k if she wants to go to the track granted that mm-hmm. would take time to go to the track so mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can do interval you know you can riff off those intervals that I was just talking about you can go you know two minutes on one minute off three minutes on one minute off mm-hmm. you know and kind of replicate 400 800 600s on the track that kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah listening to you talk I was wishing that maybe Miranda would have a stationary bike or, you know, a Peloton bike or, you know, a bike on a train or that sort of thing for those. That'd be a nice way to mix things up to have, you know, be able to do one minute on one minute off on a bike as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can do any of those interval workouts on or an elliptical or anything like that. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is chronically injured Megan. Hi, y'all. This is Megan. I am calling from Indiana. And I had a question about injuries. Uh, I feel that I am a chronically injured runner. Uh, every time I ramp up, I either start running more often or faster. I have some kind of injury somewhere on my right leg, whether it's my knee or my hip or something else. So I wondered if you guys could tell me what you think about when I should stop running and start rehabilitating or if there's any measures I can put in place so that I can keep running but feel the injury while I'm running. I think that might be a runner's dream that we can keep running and feel our injuries, but I just wanted to know if you guys had any advice on to when to stop. Thanks so much. Bye. Mm. Sigh, heavy sigh, Megan. Take it from someone who has tried to run through previous injuries, and it is usually a pipe dream, uh, and I will say that the older one gets the more it does become a pipe dream. So, uh, you know, depending on Megan's age, you know, sure. Yeah. If you're 32, you probably might be able to run through that injury. 52, not so much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, and um, I, I mean, she doesn't really say what her injury is. I mean, she's chronically mm-hmm. injured. I would say 
before we talk about like advice on when to stop, I really would encourage her to get some professional help to figure out what is going on because it's not going to go away with running. Like no injury was ever made better through running. You can definitely run and be injured at the same time, but you're not going to get better without doing something else. Right. And Mm -hmm. so what is that something else, you know, something with her right side, imagine that she's got some imbalance in her pelvis, something going on with her left side. You know, it's usually not coming from the thing that hurts. It's something else that's causing the thing that hurts because it's compensating for something that's not doing its job. So, I mean, I would really suggest getting to a physical therapist, um, even for, you know, just one evaluation and get some ideas of what you might need to do. You know, I know sometimes Mm -hmm. physical therapy can be expensive, especially based on your health insurance and and Mm -hmm. how much it covers. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can swing one appointment and one body evaluation to kind of see what you can do and maybe, you know, come back every six weeks or something like that to get a new set of exercises. Mm-hmm. Because it just, I mean, you know, having been through it, I mean, we both have run through pain, but I've definitely um, done damage to myself, you know, and I'm not mm-hmm. able to run anymore. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you just don't want to get to that point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to you talk about physical therapist, Dimity, I was also thinking about how I saw um, an athletic trainer at a local college. She was um, a friend of mine. So I think that's how I was able to get in. But there are athletic trainers, I think, who are able to take outside clients. You've seen a variety of different specialists who have helped you with things. Let's take a little side tangent, Timothy, to talk about health professionals other than physical therapists who can help in these situations. So, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I don't know about a variety. I mean, I've seen a lot of physical, different physical therapists for sure. Okay. And I've done a variety of diff- different things, you know, from cupping and dry needling to obviously a lot of exercises, KT mm-hmm. tape, you know, mm-hmm. manipulation, that kind of stuff. And those were all physical therapists who did the cupping and that sort of thing? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. And then uh, now I'm seeing kind of I mean, I guess I, I would call him, a, he's a personal trainer and he's also a massage therapist. Mm. And he is just kind of helping me figure out how to move better mm. and maybe take some load off my knees. That's, mm. you know, that's really the end of the day. That's what I need to do. But mm-hmm. there's always going to be a piece of the puzzle that's missing, you know, <laughs> or at least for mm. me and my body, you know? Mm. So Kit is this, um, this, the guy that I'm seeing now and he's super helpful and really encouraging and helps me a lot. And yet I just went to a physical therapist uh, the other day for my knees again, because it's just like, it, it's, it's just, it's multifaceted. Right. Mm. And so she had some different perspective too. I've got some underlying stuff going on. That's not really interesting to talk about. So it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I would just say if nothing else, see a physical therapist and mm-hmm. get a sense of where you are, because I think sometimes where you think you are is not really where you really are. You know, you have a hard time sometimes kind of self-diagnosing. Sure, sure. So speaking of that, speaking of self-diagnosing, let's talk about the pain scale, Dimity. Um, You are so good at talking about, you know, like, okay, if pain is, you know, a zero to 10 continuum, you know, at what point should you stop running? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely heard a, a number of experts say like three or less, you can keep running, right? So like, if you're like, okay, my, you know, Megan, my right leg hurts, but it's at a two or it's at a three. I'm okay. That's one thing. If it's at a six or seven, obviously um, I would stop. Mm-hmm. The other thing is if it hurts 
after you stop, like if it continues to bug you during the rest of the day, that's another sign that you probably mm. need to definitely, you probably need to definitely, <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely try to get a second opinion on it because um, that's, you know, that's again, it's lingering and it's not just related to running. You, mm-hmm. You've thrown something off. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then certainly I, I'm assuming that Megan probably has thrown all the prehab tools at this right side of hers, this chronically injured right side of hers. But, you know, we can't stress enough the importance of foam rolling, strength training, which we talk about so much on this show. You know, both you and I love dynamic warm ups, starting each run by walking, which I now swear by. I used to be like, um, no, that's for sissies, you know. <laughs> It's like, oh no. So much wisdom with age, right? Yes, yes. You know, don't worry about what your neighbors are going to think about you, Sarah. You got to start by walking several blocks, maybe even further than that. So, and then as well, taking sufficient rest days. You know, there's the, the, particularly with the weather turning nicer, it's like, oh, it's nice again today. I want to get out and run. It's like, nope, mm -mm, nope. Today's supposed to be a rest day. You know, okay, take take the dog out for a walk, but do not go running. So I think it's um, about taking care of yourself in the off time when you're not just out there trying to get in your miles as well. For sure. For sure. And just going back one more thing in case she's Mm -hmm. listening. um, I mean, I definitely would ask the PT if it makes sense to keep running. Right. Mm -hmm. Because again, like I, I sometimes sucks to stop. I mean, it always sucks to stop, but Mm -hmm. again, like I did her message with the chronically injured and in so much pain, like, it just feels to me like we've got to do like some kind of system reset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that one. Well, thank you everybody for these questions and keep those questions coming. We are here with answers. And I mean, what else, Sarah? Soccer, soccer cleats. cleats? I know. <laughs> That's about all we got. We got, I know, we got much today. Kind of day. I know. And a, and a gold medal and a gold medal for pickleball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you very much. All right. Our podcast today was produced in St. Paul, Minnesota by Barry Medore from Fire on the Bluff. Gosh, <laughs> it's Friday. What, what what you are? I know it's totally Friday. Bigger lunch next time. Bigger lunch next. <laughs> I just had lunch. Maybe that's the problem. I need a nap. It's time for a siesta.